Hello and welcome to the Van Foodster Podcast. I am your host, Richard Wallach, covering the food scene in and around the Vancouver area, across Canada and beyond. This is episode 105 of the Van Foodster podcast. In this week's episode, I feature Cayenne Bistro in Burnaby. I feature recently opened Simple Coffee Love Home in the Oak Ridge neighborhood. I talk about the Vancouver Burger Challenge. I feature the Michelin Guide Awards Vancouver. I talk about the Vancouver Cake Challenge. I then do a spotlight on Victoria and feature the Coast Victoria Hotel, Heli Jet, the Peddlers, Bike Rentals, Off the Eaton Track Food Tour, and eateries that include Finest at Sea, Blue Crab Seafood House, Baron Joey, Eva Schnitzel House, Rogers Chocolates, Afternoon Tea at the Empress, plus St. Cecilia Coffee, Working Culture Bread, and My Ease. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Van Foodster, as well as visit VancouverFoodster.com for everything food in Vancouver and beyond. And we'll get on with this week's episode. Kain Bistro has actually opened about six months prior to the uh, pandemic beginning, and uh, they survived the pandemic. They told me that they had to really think outside of the box. I talked to Naz. He's one of the owners there. And uh, his wife, Zamina, uh, is in the kitchen cooking. And uh, they're very happy. They thought out of the box and they managed to survive the pandemic. And they're doing really, really well right now. Uh, they're located right in Burnaby on the kind of on the border of where Burnaby and New Westminster change, I guess is a way of putting it. So I went over for a solo dinner a couple nights ago and really enjoyed my time there. Uh, they specialize in East African and Indian fusion, and that's what I wanted to try. I wanted to try some different dishes. Uh, it's great to see some of the East African dishes, and they have a very, very large menu. So I really need to take an army of people back with me or one other person to come and enjoy with me and, and try many more dishes in the future. But this visit, I had uh, an appetizer it was called Serena um, Prawns. It was a delicious prawn dish, um, the delicious curry. And it, it had it. It came with this fluffy garlic naan, which I used to d- dip into the into the curry. It was very very good. And then uh, for the main dish, I had um, this Zanzibar. Uh, kukupaka. Now, I've had kukupaka before at Indian restaurants, but this was quite different. Uh, so this was obviously from a different region, and it's from Africa. I believe it was African or in, in Africa. It was a different region. And uh, so they make it a little different. It's a basically, it's a coconut milk curry base, uh, and then it had a grilled chicken, and they actually, um, they sous vide the chicken first. They marinate it, and uh, then they grill it, and then it's in actually they put the pieces into the curry. It's in a, kind of done up with uh, potatoes and a hard-boiled egg, and it was delicious. It came with rice, and I really I loved the whole thing. So just really really good. I look forward to returning to try some more of their dishes. You got to check them out. They are in um, just look them up Cane Cane Bistro on Google, and you'll find it uh, right there in um, Burnaby. And then a new spot has opened up in the Oak Ridge neighborhood. It's called Simple Coffee Love Home. It's located at 4936 Camby Street. It's just before Queen Elizabeth Park, uh, just right near 33rd and Queen Elizabeth Park. 
parking is a huge issue. There is nowhere to park in that entire area. So like you kind of either, if you live in the neighborhood, just walk over. If you don't live in the neighborhood, you're going to end up parking a few blocks away. And so just, you'll know that you need to have to park and then walk because there is no parking there at all. Anyway, uh, it has just opened up. It's a beautiful cafe. The owners have done a very nice job in the interior uh, decoration of it. I just had an espresso macchiato yesterday as I just wanted to sort of visit the cafe and see what it's all about. And uh, they told me they're using coffee from a uh, roaster in, in Richmond. And then uh, it, it's got chocolate notes in the coffee with your when you're having your uh, milky kind of coffees. Uh, they have, uh, on the weekends, they have little cakes, little cake boxes that they're offering. On the weekdays, they said they'll be offering uh, various different pastries. I believe it's open from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. So this is a great spot to check out if you are in the Queensland Park, Oak Ridge neighborhood. Vancouver Burger Challenge is on right now. It's our ninth annual Burger Challenge. It's on now till November 27th. We're featuring eight restaurants uh, this time around. And uh, very, very interesting burgers that people have created. You have to check these out. Uh, C Prime Modern Italian Steakhouse and Wine Bar downtown has the Unforgettable Burger. So that you can imagine what the star of this burger is. But it is... Um, a grilled half-pound patty with bacon, cheese, caramelized onion with a torsion of foie gras and a brioche bun. So this is your foie gras burger, and you've got to go check this out. It looks amazing. If you look at it on the on the uh, Maker Foodster uh, Burger Challenge page, um, it is definitely a high-class burger. And you may want to share this. You may want to eat it on your own. It's your choice. It's available for lunch and dinner. Dining only um, daily till the 27th. Then over at uh, Stock and Supply, they're in the uh, Delta Suites Hotel downtown. They're doing the Stock Smash Burger. It's described as uh, a full of flavor, handmade smash beef patty topped with delicious pork belly to give it a nice crisp. They've got uh, zucchini pickles and a touch of uh, sweet and smoky from the smoked chili remoulade. So definitely want to check that out. It's available uh, for lunch and dinner all the way through the daily through the 27th. Then you've got Black Kettle Brewing in North Vancouver. They're doing the Drunken Kettle Smash Burger. And it is a melt-in-your-mouth burger. They've got a beer pairing available as well. And that's a five-ounce chuck patty, smoked white cheddar, bacon, and it's uh, stout. They've got a stout, I guess it's light stout, stout braised uh, beef, uh, mushrooms and onions. So definitely want to check that out. Available all the time there as well. They're located in North Vancouver at 720 Copping Street. Then we've got uh, the Perry Perry Shack, two locations. There were Kingsway location and their Burnaby, their new Burnaby location just opened. It's the original fire grilled chicken sandwich. It's flame grilled boneless chicken breast topped with Perry Perry mayo, Perry Perry mayo, red onions, uh, crisp cheddar lettuce, and sliced tomato on a brioche bun. It's built all the time through to the 27th. And then we've got. Um, Win-Win Chicken, they've got two locations as well. They're out in Richmond and Steveson, and they're also in South Vancouver at on uh, Marine Drive at Main Street. They're doing a fried chicken tenders burger sandwich. Uh, it's a marinade with their secret sauce, hand-breaded, house, space, house spices, and then it comes with a, uh, you actually can get a side, you can get an extra side uh, to go along with that. So you want to check them out. That sounds like a really interesting idea for a burger. Uh, and then you've got... Um, Holt Renfrew. So Holt's Cafe, it's a restaurant inside the Holt Renfrew department store downtown Vancouver. It's on the second floor. It's a gorgeous cafe. First of all, you have to check that out when you're out there shopping. Uh, but Chef has done a bistec burger. It's kind of a take on the Filipino uh, 
culture, and it's a uh, he, and it's inspired by his Filipino roots. So um, they have this burger, and it is uh, uh, made of a sl- thinly sliced sirloin braised in a mixture of citrus, calamansi, soy sauce, onions, and garlic. You've got uh, grilled onions, bacon, tomato, marmalade, uh, mayo, shredded iceberg lettuce on a brioche bun. It's built all the time uh, for dining and takeout. Uh, you have to check their hours. It's the hours are the same as the store hours, and that's available to the 27th. Then you've got uh, Parallel 49 Brewing Street Kitchen They're over in East Van um, on Triumph Street. They're doing a sweet and spam. So this is also another one of these wild ones. Um, it's got a little bit of a Filipino kind of kick to it, I believe, as well. It's also got some um, beer. They've got their own beer pairing. They've got uh, their own beer in, involved into this um, burger as well. Maybe it's not exactly Filipino, but it's uh, they are using Spam, and, and you tend to find Spam in a lot of Filipino dishes. But here we got an all-beef smash patty, chili, and beer-glazed grilled pineapple, sweet and spicy rub Spam, pickled slaw, togarashi mayo, and toasted brioche bun. Uh, that's available all the time as well, all the, all all day, every day, in the street in the street kitchen, and um, you can try that through to the twenty seventh. So uh, definitely want to check it out. Remember that to vote for your favorites for People's Choice, you can do that on VancouverFoodStore.com. Uh, there's a poster in all the different restaurants. You can scan uh, the QR code on the poster, and that will take you right to the voting page, and then you can vote daily for your favorites for People's Choice. I recently attended the Michelin Guide Awards for Vancouver. It's the first time that Michelin has uh, uh, that Michelin Guide has come to Vancouver, and it's an exciting night. Just for all of us in the room, we're just so excited to see like how this was going to unfold for Vancouver, as we've never had the Michelin uh, Guide here before. So it was a fun night, and they awarded eight um, restaurants with one stars. And they awarded uh, 12 restaurants with Bib Gourmand, and then 40 were recognized. 40 restaurants were recognized as part of the Michelin Guide. Now, this only it's only Vancouver. So people were asking, like, how come no Richmond? How come no Burnaby? Because um, their partner was Destination Vancouver, and it was only Vancouver Incorporated. And hopefully, you know, down the road, years, you know, years to come, that they'll expand that and and go into the suburbs because we all have great restaurants in the suburbs as well. But for right now, it was just Vancouver. So to give you an idea of who won, if you haven't already heard, they taught the eight restaurants that won the, uh, that received the Michelin star were Annalena, Barber Restaurant, Burdock and Company, Kisitanto, Masayoshi, Wanzhou, Published on Maine and St. Lawrence Restaurant. And then there were 12 restaurants received the Bib Gourmand. The Bib the Gourmand meant, if I believe it was for $65, you could receive, you'd receive uh, two courses, uh, including a dessert and a glass of wine or other beverage. So uh, there's a lot of restaurants here. And I hope that these restaurants are able to keep this value, this dollar value to come because, you know, rising costs and everything else becomes difficult. But we've got uh, Ananchi, we've got Chupito. Uh, downtown, you've got Fable Kitchen, Fiorino, King Cow Song, Little Bird Dim Sum, The Lunch Lady, Nightshade, Oka Pacifico, Nom Pan Restaurant, Say Mercy, and and uh, Fidges. So uh, we now have the Vancouver Cake Challenge is also on right now through to November 27th. We've got four bakeries slash cafes taking part this year. Uh, very, very interesting, but for basically for 
almost all, not all, but for almost all, you're going to have to pre-order these cakes because it's just it's just too hard for bakers to make up cakes. And then if they don't sell, they sit around. So everything's basically to, to pre-order. Uh, Le Chalet Patisserie starts off that. They've got a strawberry St. Honoré cake. It looks gorgeous. You have to see it. It's available as a whole cake. Eight to ten servings for $58 or buy the slice for $6.20. But this one must be ordered in advance. So you'll have, and it is a, um, uh, Chef Thai runs out of a commissary in Vancouver. So you've got um, to place your order with him and then go in and pick it up. Um, commissary is in Vancouver at 417 Industrial. So that's very easy to get to. But this cake is described as a cranberry Financier with lemon zest is a cake base layered with Earl Grey infused cremeux, a crunchy futane, and strawberry white chocolate mousse with hibiscus jello cubes, topped with coconut mousse, Earl Grey cream puff, and fresh cranberry. So it is absolutely a stunner. You have to see this cake. You'll see it on the Cake Challenge page on Vancouver Foodster. And then uh, to um, obtain this cake, this is how you have to do it. Pre-order 24, 24 hours in advance. Pick up only Thursday to Saturday, 12 to 4 p.m., Sunday to Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. So DM your order to, through their Facebook page or Instagram, Lechelet Patisserie, or you can text them at 778-807-8281 to do that one. So that's one to check out. The other one is Cassandra Cake Company. They are located in Port Coquitlam. Now, what they've done there is theirs is actually available all the time until they run out, but... I think that if you want like six or more, place an order because if you get there and they're sold out, then you're stuck and you've gone all the way out there for nothing. So I would actually pre-order these cupcakes if you know you're you're going to want them and you're going to want them because I tasted this yesterday and this is quite something. It's called the Food Network Fave um, and, and basically Cassandra is one of the owners of Cassandra Cake Company and she was on Food Network and this was the fave. This was like... Uh, I guess it was like their their creation they had in the in the TV show. So uh, they're known for this. And you look at this and you go, oh, okay, you just think it's an ordinary cupcake. But it is not. You will discover it is not an ordinary cupcake. There's a, a center inside, a filling, and it's beautifully topped. So it's described as a chocolate cake with a chocolate orange ganache, salted caramel, crisp pearls, vanilla Swiss meringue, buttercream with candied orange peel and candied walnuts. It's available all the time. But I do suggest pre-ordering at least if you're, you know, you're going to want over four. So I think you should pre-order it. Uh, they're located out in Port Coquitlam at 2331 Marple Avenue. Uh, you can check them out online and uh, and go and visit them. Then we've got Lyra Lou Cakes. They're out in Surrey. Uh, this is a pistachio ube gato opera cake. Wow. So they are Filipino and they've kind of incorporated like ube into this, into this cake, which is Filipino. And uh, they're doing whole cakes for six inches, whole cakes for $40. So that's the only way to get this. But, you know, it's, it's you can definitely probably serve six people, four to six people from this. And uh, it's created by Chef Lyra. You're going to need to order this one exactly in advance. So uh, they want at least two days advance notice. Uh, there is a link now on their website where you can actually order this directly online. You don't even need to call them. It's available for pickup pick weekends only. So... You've got to uh, pre-order at least two days in advance. The link is uh, this link is actually on Vancouver Foodsters um, uh, Cake Challenge page as well, and then you can just go to their go to it and you can place your order. And it is a beautiful 
Um, beautiful. So they actually were in our uh, Cheesecake Challenge. They won first place last year uh, or this this earlier this summer with their um, cheesecake. So this is one you're going to want to check out for um, the cakes. They're located in Surrey. And then lastly, we have um, Iono Cafe. They're downtown Vancouver. They're actually not downtown exactly. So they're on, um, I'd say they're like in the, I would say Chinatown, like kind of China, bordering Chinatown versus Gat to Gastown is probably the way of putting it. But they're more on the Chinatown side. So it's a beautiful cafe. They specialize in Japanese eats, but um, they had they also create cakes. And people may not be aware of this, but they've been creating cakes for years. And then people would order cakes, birthday cakes, all sorts of things. So here they are in the cake challenge. And this is a little bit different. They're doing something called an ume forest cake. It's available by the slice only. And the reason it's available by the slice only is you will see it is completely covered in chocolate. So all the whole thing, chocolate, the sides, everything is chocolate on the outside. Uh, six layers of thin chocolate sponge on the inside, umeshu, a Japanese plum wine, ume is marinated plums, whipped cream coated in chocolate, salted chocolate ganache, brownie crumb, and matcha for garnish. So it sounds amazing. It's available every day, but they're not open every day. So you do need to check this out. I believe they're open Monday to Saturday. You need to pre-order this one to two days in advance by phoning them. And uh, phone number is 604-652-7555. It looks amazing. They've done a great job. Available for takeout or delivery. If you want delivery, you can just ask them about that as well. So lots going on there. Check, check out the Cake Challenge. Scan the QR code when you are in the, in the Keith's Cafes. It'll take you right to the voting page. Vote for your favorites for People's Choice. Um, you can vote daily and then just keep up the votes. Tell all your friends to order these cakes. Everybody's looking for a cake. Now you want to order these cakes and uh, support all these different uh, cafes and bakers. So um, I recently was in Victoria. I hadn't been there in a while. I love Victoria, but with the pandemic, it was sort of harder to get over to Victoria. I was over there last year, but I, I was on my own. Uh, we were on our own, and we, we, we did something a little bit different last year. We actually went over just for one night and just explored a bunch of eateries. Um, in uh, Victoria and Souk. But this time around, we went over on HeliJet again, and I just love HeliJet. I think this is a terrific way to get to Victoria. Uh, you, where If you don't have a car or you don't want to sit in line for hours waiting for a ferry, or you don't want to have, and I love this ferry system, but if you don't want to have be in a situation where the ferry gets canceled because that happened a lot this summer, and you have to get to Victoria, this is your way to go. So make a reservation at HeliJet, and they, they run um, various flights throughout the day from Vancouver Harbor to Victoria, as well as uh, Vancouver South Terminal to Victoria and back. So it's a great, great way to get on, and uh, it seats about 12 people on board the HeliJet. So we um, experienced HeliJet from downtown Vancouver and over to downtown Victoria, well, not really downtown Victoria, but it goes to Ogden Point. So, um, you know, it's just in the James Bay neighborhood, I guess is the way of putting it. 35 minutes. It was a beautiful sunny day, and we saw it all. Like, we just went over the Gulf Islands. It was just beautiful, beautiful, and uh, got us to Victoria. And in Victoria, I mean, it was everything was walking distance for us. So it was really easy. We started off with lunch at Finest at Sea. It was a nine-minute walk from the HeliJet pad right over to the restaurant. Um, it was a beautiful day, so we sat outside on the patio and enjoyed uh, lunch. I had the halibut tacos and the seafood chowder. Uh, Lawrence had the uh, fit halibut fish and chips, 
and that seafood chowder it was really delicious. We really enjoyed it. And I've, I've been a fan of seafood for many over the years in Vancouver, but I actually never knew they had a Victoria restaurant. And they do. So this is something you should check out when you are over there. And then from there, it was we walked to our hotel. It was two minutes away, so which was so so great. It was so easy. So uh, Coast Victoria Hotel. I actually had been to Coast Victoria many times over the years. I would stay there with my family many times, but it was great. I'm heading on back there. It's a you know a great location. And uh, we had a marina view, so it was beautiful looking at the uh, view of the of the boats and everything in the water uh, as it was nice for the first part of the weekend. It, it did change. The weather did change, but it was good for the first part. So um, great spot. They've got an exercise room downstairs there, fitness room. They've got a pool that kind of goes between outside and inside. So you don't really have to worry about being outside, but you are you can swim on the inside. There's a whirlpool, sauna, that kind of thing. So Great spot for the family, great spot if you're just going over as a couple or even on your own. Uh, so we started out um, walk with a little walk. We decided we needed to do some walking. So we walked into uh, downtown and visited my friends at uh, St. Cecilia Coffee, one of my favorite coffee shops here in Victoria. Um, and they're always, they're known for kind of bringing in coffee. Usually they'll bring in coffees from Europe. You'll find coffees from Northern Europe there. But uh, this time they actually had... Um, they were featuring a uh, coffee roaster out of Kelowna that I had never heard of before. It was called Neon Coffee Roasters. And so we tried a Kenyan coffee that was kind of done. Um, one we had was for an espresso tonic, which had a bit of an orange flavor there. And also we did another one as a pour over. So it was great to see, you know, the different kinds of coffees that they have and the flavors of it. So we really enjoyed that. Uh, they just started an ice cream program recently. They have a New Zealand style ice cream. So we had a chance to try a couple of their different ice creams. My favorite, though, was the coffee. Um, which was also made with, I believe it was the neon coffee was in that coffee, that in that ice cream. The coffee with their vegan ice cream. So it was like a coconut-based ice cream. It's made by Parachute in Victoria. It was very good. I really enjoyed that. We also tried their uh, strawberry um, ice cream made with a dairy milk, but or the dairy ice cream. But I really actually liked the coffee version. The coffee with the vegan was really good. So great spot. Check them out when you're in Victoria, St. Cecilia, um, and they're right downtown. And then um, we headed back into our hotel and had dinner at the Blue Crab Seafood House, uh, which is actually located in the hotel. So uh, my favorite dish there was the halibut. It was a pesto halibut. We also had an ahi tuna and um, a really, really good dessert with a kukali. It was like a croissant pudding. So kind of like you'd have a bread pudding, but this was a croissant pudding. So it was very, very rich, very heavenly, but it was, we, had a, we had a great time there as well. And then um, off to bed, but then on Saturday, we, we picked up our e-bike rentals at the Peddlers. Uh, this is a great spot and that's very close to the hotel. And I've been there before, a few years ago, we actually had bike rentals from there, but uh, this time around, we had e-bikes. They now have a whole selection of e-bikes, which is great for people who love e-biking. And you know, one thing I did learn from this is that I did not, I was not aware of this before, that Victoria has the highest number of bike lanes per capita than anywhere in North America. This I did not know. And then you'll discover, because when you're driving, you don't really pay attention to this. You're driving around, you're like, you see people on bikes, but you don't have a clue. But they actually have an extensive network of bike lanes that go everywhere. So um, we got to experience that. So um, first off, we headed over to Bear and Joey uh, restaurant for breakfast. This is a new restaurant that had opened up in Victoria during the pandemic. Very, very nice. It's an Australian cafe, Australian style. I guess the owner is from Australia. They're featuring coffee from from Australia. Uh, we started off with coffees, and then um, they said that the coffees from an Italian coffee roaster in, I believe it was in Sydney, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, 
They uh, had a great, great food there, so we really enjoyed our breakfast there. And then um, from there, I mean, we, you know, we with each of our breakfasts, we I had a smoked, uh, I had a salmon salad actually, basically with avocado. Uh, Lawrence had an eggs dish, and then we had um, some potato roasty, and then we took some scones to go. They make these house-made scones, which is really tasty. So uh, then we just explored Victoria on bikes. We were just going down all the different bike lanes and going through Fernwood, and then we went over to my favorite bakery over there called Working Culture Bread. I love this place. They've been there for two years now. Missed their anniversary that they held the week before, but uh, love this, and they were super busy. I couldn't even say hi to the owners this time. This place was packed full of people. So I uh, just picked up a couple vegetarian sausage rolls and a cookie. Uh, we've been back on the bike and headed over to my ease. They're a, a Mexican shop in Chinatown on Fisgard Street. And they make all these tortillas from scratch. They make, they do everything. They bring in the corn. They uh, wash the corn. They grind the corn. They make tortillas like right there. They're supplying many uh, shops and stores across Vancouver Island. So I uh, picked up some tortillas to take home. Picked up a jar of their new mole sauce, and then I took it home and cooked uh, a few days after that. But uh, it was just fun exploring on our own on the bikes. We returned the bikes, and then we headed off, off on a foodie tour of downtown Victoria with Off the Eaton Track. This is something I've never done in Victoria. I loved it. I, I just thought it was a wonderful way of experiencing some places that I had not been to before. I, I'd been to like one of them before, but I had not been to most of the spots. And I was so curious, like, where are they going to take us? Cause we really don't know. And we ended up with a private tour, although, I mean, normally you'd be part of a group tour, but I think it's like the seasonal time at, that right now there aren't as many tourists in Victoria as there would be normally in the summertime or the winter time. So it was a bit of a quieter time, but we had a wonderful guide. Her name was Brenda. She was knowledgeable. She was energetic. She talked so much about everything that was going on in Victoria, first of all, and all these different places that we went to. She knew the history behind them. So we got to learn a lot. And we found a lot of really, um, new, you know, a lot of new places, hidden gems and things that I would have never seen before. I, I wondered, like, there was a, um, the first, I guess the first spot we were taken to was, um, this uh, a wine shop and it was owned by Mark Anthony. And watch, I never knew that our Mark Anthony even had a wine shop there. So that was really, really exciting to, to see. We went off to other stops, this uh, a place called Smile Chicken. We had a uh, Korean hot dog. Now I'm not one for hot dogs and people know that, but this was phenomenal. I loved it. I really wish we could have had time to get back to Smile Chicken. They do Korean fried chicken. It's a wonderful couple that own it. I really wanted to uh, get back there. We went to Crust Bakery. That's in the bakery I'd never been to before and enjoyed some uh, diff different baking there. I had the Portuguese tart that was very good. And then uh, headed off to uh, another spot called Yala. And I had never been there before. There had opened up, I guess, a few years ago, Middle Eastern street food. We had a nice little green salad with some spiced halloumi. Then it was off to Apro Bistro where we they specialize in wine cheese and ta we tasted some cheeses and meats. Uh, then it was another sweet spot. It was Chocolate and Company. It was a brand new uh, shop. I believe they had opened maybe within the past year. And it's a chocolate. It's basically chocolate heaven. You just, if you love chocolate, you just go to there and have chocolate. You don't have to do anything else. But uh, we did. So we tried their hot chocolate. We tried some chocolate truffles. They had a lot going on. So it's definitely a spot that you're going to want to visit for chocolate. Then our last stop was Bon Macaron. Now, I have been to Bon Macaron before, but I've never been to Bon Macaron in Victoria. Actually, I knew they were from there, but I didn't actually know they had a store there. So this was an eye-opener for us because we got to experience it. We got to see what they're doing and see all the different selection of um, 
of macarons. They have like 36 flavors there and they rotate these different flavors and it's all made in their own kitchen right on premise, which is really great to see. So uh, we got a chance to take a couple um, macarons home. We didn't last long, of course, we both ate them, but I had the pistachio and I had a pumpkin spice because I thought this is like appropriate for the season, right? This is what you want to have um, in the in this season. So I just thought that this the whole tour was wonderful. I think it was just a great way of exploring Victoria, finding some new spots that you know you may not know about. Um, and um, and then if you haven't been there before, this is a great great tour to take. So off the Ethan Track tour, you look for them online, look for their Instagram, and uh, make a reservation. Head on over there and uh, and enjoy it when you are in Victoria. After a little break, we headed out for dinner to Eva Schnitzel House. This is another spot I had wanted to go to for a while. They had opened about a year ago and uh, in the pandemic. It's a it's kind of like a German, Bavarian kind of restaurant. You don't find anything really like this in Vancouver. So it's really great to see that uh, a restaurant like this had opened in Victoria. It's right downtown on Yates Street. And we had a delicious dinner there. We started off with uh, one of their appetizers. We had a, a currywurst, bratwurst with curry ketchup and chips. That was really, really good. Uh, then we had a couple schnitzels. Now, I, of course, you know, I, I went one way. Lawrence went a different way. But I, I mine was the uh, uh, schnitzel with leek cream uh, sauce on top. Uh, and I also had with red cabbage and spatzel. That was really good. He had the um, Jaeger schnitzel. And it came with a mushroom sauce. And then he had... Um, some roasty and Brussels sprouts. I got a chance to try that as well. So it was really good. And um, then for dessert, we had an apple cake with caramel sauce. This was really good. So like, this is like, I was trying to avoid having too much rich because we had such a, an extensive rich food day. So I was like, we got to go a bit more simple, but the caramel sauce was really good. The apple cake was really good. We share that. It's a great spot to dine. If you love beer, you're going to love to have some beer to go with your schnitzels to pair it up. Uh, make a reservation. I think it's a very popular place, very fun place, and uh, you can and it's very and centrally located. So that's a great spot you'll want to check out. So it's called Eva Schnitzel House on Yates Street, downtown Bank, Victoria. And then um, after heading back to the hotel later at night, the next morning we are having breakfast in the hotel at the Blue Crab Seafood House. So one thing we did learn, and we learned this on the tour from Brenda on the Off the Eaton Track tour, but it's what we were not aware is the reason that. I guess the restaurant has been called Blue Crab Seafood House at the coast for many years, um, but they're known for their crab cakes. And we didn't know that. And we didn't know that the night before when we had dinner. Uh, so um, Lawrence tried a uh, the crab cake Benedict for din for breakfast because it came with crab cakes. So I got the chance to try the crab cakes, which was really good. So uh, that's something really to, to know. So if you are at that restaurant, whenever you're there, have the crab cakes. Or if you want for, for breakfast have the crab cake Benedict because that is a way to do that. So um, he had the crab cake uh, Benedict. I had a totally different dish uh, with avocado subbed in for that for me. And uh, it was just a great tasty breakfast. You get a nice view there. You get to enjoy uh, the start to your day. Um, a little bit later, we had a bit of a rest. We walked around Victoria, around that area again. And then um, we headed over to the Fairmont Empress Hotel for afternoon tea. Now, this is something I had not done in, I want to say it's been over 15 years. For sure 15 years, but if not longer. But, you know, this has been going on for many, many years. It is the spot in Victoria. If you are a tourist, you are coming to Victoria the first time. It, 
afternoon tea at the Fairmont Empress is a must. It's just a beautiful, beautiful time. Elegant is this how it's been for many, many years. Um, so we had a chance to uh, experience this and uh, comfortable seating, a, a, a piano, a pianist was playing piano. It was just beautiful music. And we had a chance to really enjoy ourselves, comfortable, and had a great view of outside. So it was pouring rain that day outside. So we just got to sit inside and watch the uh, rain on the outside. But uh, it's classic service. Uh, they use Metropolitan Tea Company teas. Uh, they've been using their teas for over 40 years. And I think Metropolitan Tea Company has been around for many, many years. Uh, so we had a couple different teas. I had the Waii uh, Rock Oolong Organic Tea. It was very, very good. And Lawrence had the Lubini tea. So uh, we did try some of each other's teas, but it was really good. You know, each of our choices were our picks. Uh, then we had a three-tiered tray arrive to the table. That's your, your classic afternoon tea service tea. Um, we had the, we enjoyed their uh, freshly baked Empress raisin scones that was served warm with house-made clotted cream and strawberry vanilla preserves. We started that with that. And then we went on to the sandwiches. There was a finger sandwiches and canapes. My favorites though were the cold smoked salmon and the sage roasted turkey salad. And then also the savory quiche. And then for, we had our sweets afterwards. The, uh, you know, everybody's got their favorites for the sweets. So I want to say that. So, because mine was the carrot cake opera, the caramel pecan tart, which was really good, the pumpkin financier, and the blackberry macaron were just really, really good. So, if you want to indulge in afternoon tea, if you live, if you haven't been to Victoria in a long time, if you've never been to Victoria and you're heading on over there, afternoon tea at the Empress is offered daily for forty nine for sorry, afternoon tea is offered daily for eighty nine dollars per person. Uh, advanced reservations are required. So, and I think you need to make advanced reservations, especially if you're going in peak season, make it like a couple of weeks in advance. I mean, I don't think, I think this time of year you're okay, maybe with a couple days in advance, but um, this is, a, this is like the most popular spot in Victoria for afternoon tea. So uh, this is something that you're going to want to do. You're going to want to reserve. If you know you're going to Victoria, make that reservation right now. And so you secure it, you'll have it. And then you can, uh, you can go and enjoy afternoon tea. It's a wonderful experience. It is something everyone should do at least once. Another thing that we got to do after afternoon tea was do a tour, a private tour with Rogers Chocolates. Now, they used to offer public tours. They don't offer them anymore. We were told that. But we had a private tour set up for us and, and got to learn a lot more about Rogers that I wasn't aware of in the past. Rogers Chocolates was founded in 1885. Now, we visited their original store in downtown Victoria that, that was started in 1885. Now, I'm sure in 1885 it looked very different in that area of Victoria than it does now. But the, the chocolate shop is still there. And they started out their, their first uh, item. It was their, their Rogers Creams. That's what they're known for. It's the pink wrapper on this large kind of creams. They're known for that. That's, and they still have those creams as popular today as they were many many years ago so we got a chance to try some of them um i really like the maple the maple filling the vanilla cream filling and then they have some um chocolate truffles which i believe they launched a few years ago uh my favorite with that one was the pineapple upside down cake but it was like pineapple upside down cake inside this truffle it was amazing so you can pick up you know boxes of truffles they've got all sorts of assortments you can get you can just pick up one cream if you want you can pick up more i mean there's a lot of choices there it's a huge um huge selection of rogers chocolates for sure they've got nuts they've got all sorts of different things um when we were there they had a halloween feature um 
they were just about to start. You know, they said uh, very soon their Christmas collection would be coming in. So there's a lot going on there. So definitely a spot you want to check it out. Um, Rogers Chocolates right in downtown. It's on Government Street. It's like basically a block away from the Empress Hotel. So very, very um, easy to get to and a great spot for you to visit. After after our a little our enjoyment with Rogers, we headed back over to Helijet for a return flight home. And same thing, you know, um, it's just a great service when you can um, head on over. And it turned out that we we were it was a rainy day and it was kind of a stormy rainy day. And I thought, you know, if we were on the ferry, first of all, would the ferry even run? It may have canceled service, or it was going to be a very bumpy ride because it was windy. But helicopters they can fly through anything so that was one thing i learned is helicopters they fly differently than airplanes and um we just you know like whisked up away we didn't even feel it like it was just great smooth ride all the way back to vancouver so um and it was quick right so you know we left rogers and then we were home <laughs> so it was super easy so that is the way to go if you are heading over to victoria you don't have a car or even if you have a car and you don't want to drive and you just want to do something fun and different for the weekend, make a reservation with Helijet and um, go on and enjoy Victoria. It's a wonderful place to go. And it is so close to Vancouver. And it's just, uh, it's a great city. And it's just a lot going on there, which is very different than what you have in Vancouver. So head on and enjoy. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Tune into the next episode next week to hear more interviews with chef and cookbook authors, as well as other features. Please tell your friends about this podcast and have them subscribe to the Van Foodster Podcast and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music to hear my weekly show covering the food scene in and outside of Vancouver.